0: Welcome to Extraordinary People, the podcast that highlights people who inspire
1: others, have made significant contributions to the world, or who have overcome adversity.
0: This show is hosted by Shirley Wachtel, author,
1: educator, wife, mother, and grandparent. Learn more and subscribe today at ShirleyWachtel.com. And now, here's my grandma, Shirley Wachtel.
0: Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Extraordinary People. Uh, Today, I'd like to introduce you to Amy Solomon. Amy was working in the television industry for 10 years before changing careers and decided to make life a little sweeter. Together with her mother, she started Just One Bite, a cookie company specializing in bite-sized gourmet cookies and pies. Her cookies and pookies are handmade using the finest ingredients and are just the right size so that you can pop them in your mouth. Their goal is to make someone's day a little brighter through their delicious baked treats. They are based in the northern New Jersey area and ship nationwide. So, Amy, I am just delighted to welcome you today. Um, We've known each other for quite a while through um, uh, my son, Howie, and my daughter-in-law, Jamie, and your old, old friends. But this uh, this aspect of your life is um, something that I was so thrilled to hear about and I have so many questions for you um, so I know in addition you you've had a you've had um, a successful career in the television industry um, I think you were a producer if I'm not mistaken and um, and then you got into this, you have, you're busy with your a family, you have three children and you're doing a ton of things, but you manage uh, to make time for um, this lucrative and business that um, a lot of people seem to enjoy. So um, can you give us a little bit of background as to what got you interested in the baking business and how did you get started?
1: Well, thank you so much for having me first off. It's my pleasure. um, And I'm so happy to be here talking with you. Um, So I have always loved sweets. I have a very big sweet tooth. And um, my grandmother used to always say, and I grew up actually in the same home as my grandmother. So my grandparents, um, my mom's mom, uh, and dad added on to my parents' house before I was born. And so I was lucky enough to have them be a very big part of my life for um, for very many years um, in my whole childhood and adolescence. And uh, my grandmother used to have a motto, my meal is not complete without something sweet and something mm-hmm. that we really, really <laughs> take to heart. Um, so I um, as a child, would come home from school, and my mom and my grandmother would have five different types of cookies on the dining room table. And it, it's amazing how we're not, you know, thousands of pounds because... Oh, we, my God, and you're so slender. <laughs> cookies around. around. Um, but it was just a real um, joy for uh, my mom, my grandmother, um, my sister, all of us. And so... It kind of started, I mean, it really started when we were very, very young, um, and it, it's just something that we love, and my mom actually is the real baker of the family. Um, many of the recipes are hers or family recipes, grandparent, my grandmother's recipes, um, and it was something that she was always doing. She would you know, bake and bring them over to friends' houses or parties and stuff like that, and people always used to say, you really should do something really need to you know, go into business with this. But it was never really the right time. Um, and then I had been working in the television industry. You are correct. I was a TV producer um, for 10 years. And then I had my first child, my son, and I was still working in um, television as a producer. And I was living in New Jersey and commuting into New York. And I absolutely loved it. But I also really wanted to be his mom and the full extent of that. And, um, so I decided to step away from television because it was just, my hours were very busy and I really wanted to be involved in my six month old (laughs) life. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I really turned to my mom and said, okay, I think now's the time that we should really start this business. That, um, is a passion. And so that's when we, um took the steps of getting a commercial kitchen figuring out a name. And our name really started because how many times do you go out to dinner and you order something off of the dessert menu and you're like, oh, well, you get it and I'll just have a bite. Mm-hmm. And so we realized everybody wants just a bite. That's all you really need. Um, it's a great wait. name. Maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> you want a couple more bites, um, but that's how we came up with this and decided to make everything bite size um, just because that's all it takes. If it's really, really delicious and really, really good, then that's all you need. And it makes it easy and people can just grab them. You don't need a whole fork and knife and the whole thing. And um, and there's also a lot of variety with it because you can have many bites if they're little bites <laughs> and mm-hmm. you can taste them. Lot of different flavors. So, mm. how this whole thing got started, really?
0: Wow. So, you said the first step. I mean, I would imagine you got all the recipes together, and you you said you got a commercial kitchen. Correct. Okay.
1: So, yes, in the state of New Jersey, when we first started, it actually just recently, as of. A few months ago, um, I believe it actually took effect this uh, September of 2021. But prior to that, New Jersey was the only state where you were not able to bake out of your home. Every other state, you are able to bake out of your home and sell your product. But New Jersey was
0: Every the only
1: other state, you say? Yeah. Wow. Yes, it was the only state that it, it, it's these cottage laws and they have now changed. But so um, when we were figuring all of this out. At first we decided on our name and we decided on our logo and we were gathering what recipes because there are many more than what we have here, but we are narrowing down of which ones, um, would work as bite-sized because they were not bite-sized when growing up, when my mom was making these, they weren't bite-sized. They were, you know, bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so what would work? And we also had to, you know, learn a lot about, what you can scale and what you can ship and, you know, all of those things and what people would be interested in having. So certain, you know, cookies, not, you know, one person would love, but not every, not the masses um, would, would love per se. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, Did have to get a commercial kitchen space. So we um, had to find commercial kitchen space. We also had to decide who our audience was going to be for, um, these cookies. Um, and that was a little bit of trial and error too. Initially we thought, um, we would potentially sell them to restaurants and that they would then put them on their, um, dessert menu as like an option of a platter of, you know, gourmet cookies. Um, and we really, we quickly realized after having some meetings, we met with some, um, restaurants or some even catering type places or, um, like country clubs that that, Was not the market for us. Um, And because of several different reasons, we realized that that wasn't necessarily where we needed, where we should go because of margins and stuff like that. Um, And so we early on also were inside of a retail store. So we had a storefront. Um, We were inside of a frozen yogurt store. And so we had a a section of the store where Mm -hmm. we had these and we tested out that model. which was good and had its own challenges of the overhead and of waste and different things there. Um, And then we ultimately realized that the best model for us is to sell direct to the consumer, direct to the customer. And so that's what we've been doing ever since.
0: Okay. So um, where, where are you actually shipping from?
1: So we ship from our kitchen. Um, which is located in New Jersey and we mm-hmm. ship nationwide. So you we ship, we ship our cookies nationwide. Um, we also do some local, a lot of local delivery as well to the Northern central New Jersey, some into New York city as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and, exactly. and so uh, when, when did you actually start this business? How long ago was it?
1: It was about, uh, 10 years ago. Um, it was in 2012 is when we started it. Um, the end of 2012, beginning of 2013.
0: Yeah. So that's like your yeah. son Jake's age around <laughs> then. Yes. Yes. And, um,
1: that, you know, I stepped away from the television to do something a little bit sweeter. It was, you know, it was bittersweet to, to leave the television world, but at the same time, not only were we doing something sweet as baked goods, it was also sweeter because I was really able to have the flexibility um, with, like you said, my young son at the time. And now there's three of I have three children. Sure, that you know flexibility when you own your own business as it's tough and there's lots of challenges. But I also am able to have that flexibility of being with my kids and also having my my business and doing both.
0: And and one. Added uh, advantage to this is it gives you the opportunity to bond not only with your children, but with your
1: mother. Absolutely. It mm-hmm. does. Um, there are many, many, <laughs> obviously, over the years, there's so many co- phone calls where it's like, okay, mom, this is now, this is a just one bite. Nope, this is now a mom question. Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. Yes, yes. And I think that's I- really I- a wonderful thing.
1: <laughs> yes, which hat are we putting on right now? Are you putting mm-hmm. on your, hat, your grandma hat, your <laughs> Just yes. One-
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. So, you know, y- you talk about um getting interested in um baking from when you were a young child and having having those desserts around your home. And as you know, um, or you may probably do know that I'm totally on board with that because, um, <laughs> while I my mother was not much of a baker, but I thought. This would be a fun thing to do with my granddaughters, and <laughs> you may know that I'm always <laughs> posting pictures of our maker bakers. Um, um, I'm not, I, I'm not really um, an extremely talented baker. I think my uh, granddaughter Zoe, who's uh, nine, is, has surpassed my abilities by now, and she watches all the baking shows. As a result, but it is something I never realized how much we would both get out of this, this time together.
1: And you don't have to be the best baker. It's Mm -hmm. the, um, the feeling about it. It's the bond. It's the, it doesn't have to be the best. It's just, um, if you're putting your, your heart and soul into it, then people feel that and they taste that and they realize that, um, it's about just doing something that, like I say, brightens someone's day and makes someone a little bit happier.
0: Yeah. I, I wish, um, if you could elaborate on, on that aspect of it, um, because, you know, I've always thought of food and family as synonymous. You know, mm-hmm. f- such a big part of our lives. And you have those people who like to cook, you know, and those people who like to bake and, and it all, it all adds so much to the relationship when you do those things with family. Can you, can you speak to that idea of getting one's children involved? I mean, maybe talking about some personal stories, you've mentioned your own background. But I would assume that you do baking with your own children.
1: I do. And, and it's not always as a mom of three young children, I have a 10 year old, a six and a half year old and a three and a half year old. Um, and they love to bake or cook. Um, and I love doing that with them. Um, the smile on their face, doing something that they can see the result of, um, you know, making cooking and then you see the result and then you see somebody taste it mm-hmm. and their action is so, can be so gratifying for, I mean, I know it's gratifying for me. So I know it's definitely gratifying for um, my kids. And it's not always easy. It's it can be tricky as a mom because things come sometimes get messier. Things don't you know get messed up or whatever it may be. And sometimes I need to even remind myself: take a deep breath. It can all get cleaned up. It's not going to always be perfect. That's okay. Mm. Um, so it's more about the process and having them be involved in that process and seeing what they just did um, and seeing. What turned out from what they just did, um, and how excited they are to tell somebody like, "Oh my gosh, we just made this!" or "You want to taste this?" I see it even truly with your granddaughter. She's made cookies <laughs> <laughs> on <laughs> her own, <laughs> yes, and share them. It's it's more about wanting to share something that you did with somebody else, um, which is a big part of even the business because i don't like every single aspect of it you know and then you know dealing with chipping or dealing with x y and z but when somebody's like oh my god they're so good that's the best feeling that's all i need to keep on going is mm-hmm. when tells me oh, i had one of your cookies and it was so good or we get you know that's all you need and that's what i think most cooks or bakers why they really get into it is because of that feeling of wanting to please somebody else.
0: Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you're home with your kids and you want to just get started and it may seem kind of like an elementary question to you, but how would you get started with, um, let's say you have you have a daughter that's three mm-hmm. and a half years old, something simple, like what would you recommend? You don't need professional uh Rules or anything like that?
1: No, not at all. I think that um, a good way is to possibly find some cookbooks that are tailored to, um, that kids can really get excited about. Um, And so then you let them pick out something that they are interested in making. Um, But a kid's cookbook, there's so many of them. Um, If you, you know, can get your hands on some of them and have Your child look through them, and then they're like, "Oh, I want to make this." Then start it, and then just you can make something that they're interested in making. That would be the first thing I would say, Uh, is because there are so many recipes out there that are that can be very simple and can get a a child just excited about whatever food that they want to make. Um, I think that is probably the first way I have. Um, you know, one thing that we make in our house that is just, I have a very, very easy recipe for where you don't need anything, but a bowl and a whisk, basically that's it. Nothing else is a banana bread or, you know, you can turn Uh them into a muffin recipe. Um, and we were making them all through when we were at home all by ourselves. Uh We were eating so many banana muffins, banana bread, because it was all in one bowl all you need is the bowl, some ingredients and a whisk. And that was all you needed. You didn't need any other, you know, and it was one of those recipes that was very forgiving. So if things got messed up a little bit, they still turned out really well.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. And, you know, mentioning the pandemic when we were all cooped up at home, I'm sure there were so many people who who took up baking and, you know, baking with their kids and yes. all those activities.
1: Absolutely, cooking oh, and, and
0: even a mix is okay, right? It's allowable.
1: Oh, you, you think I? I
0: definitely,
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely days that I go out and get the Dunkin' Hines. <laughs> okay. And, and it tastes great, and they love it, and that's fine, and they're happy. Yeah, that is perfectly fine. So I and I do it even.
0: <laughs> okay, nothing wrong with that at all. Um. um yeah. Coming coming back to the, the business aspect of this, and I, I'm really curious because actually um, I'm writing a novel and the main protagonist in the novel is someone who's opened up a bakery. I, I get that idea largely because um, yeah, my mother um, back in the old country worked in a bakery. So, uh-huh. and maybe, you know, desserts are always on my mind anyway. So, <laughs> um, but um it, let's say somebody wants to open up a business, you know, a baking, whatever kind of business. Do, would you have any advice for these people before they get started? And what are some of the pitfalls one might look for?
1: So, I don't know if I'm the best person to have advice on it. Like I said, we did enter into um, a real retail space, and I. I mean, love a bakery. Any town that we go to, it is like I want, I, it's such a draw for me to walk into any bakery if we're in any town or any new town or anything like that. So I absolutely love a good bakery just to walk in and, and see everything and smell everything. Um, so when we did that, it was very, it's very gratifying to have your name on the outside of a storefront. You can't deny that. However, in the (laughs) um, desserts and baking, it's tough because margins are very slim. So that is my only piece of advice is that it's a very tough business. Um, There is obviously a lot of overhead um, because you have to have the staff and you have a brick and mortar you have a bill that you have rent you have whatever equipment you have a lot of stuff so you just have to make sure that you factor that into obviously your prices um mm-hmm. the other thing is because baked goods um they have a shelf life so yeah. there is waste and you want everything to be fresh you want it to taste like the best thing ever every single time um, mm. And so there is waste and it could be dependent on maybe it's raining that day. Maybe it's snowing that day, whatever it may be that people don't come into your bakery. Now, you don't want the shelves to be empty because for that one person that does walk in, you don't want it to look like, oh, they can only pick from, you know, three pieces of cake, you know, three cookies. But at the same time, if the weather then is so that nobody comes into your shop, now what happens to that product? So, um, it's a very tricky fine line when you have um, a product that has a shelf life. Um, it's different than a retail business of handbags, where it doesn't matter. <laughs> mm-hmm. if, if a storm and nobody comes into the store that day, your handbags will be totally fine the next day. Um, so, that is the one thing that gets tricky. The other thing is that when you have, obviously, staff or employees for a retail business people call out so it might mean you have to be there because mm. people you know you're there on holidays you're there on weekends a lot of you know people want things during um prime times you know holiday time and so some of your staff if they call out during you know a holiday that's tricky too you have to fill in those spaces and make sure that you're covered so, um, those things are, are, hard. I'm not trying to discourage anybody from opening up, um, a bakery if that's what they so choose. For us, our best model was doing a e-commerce site or, you know, people can call to order and then we ship directly to the customer, um, instead of having a retail, uh, storefront.
0: hmm Okay. So, um, have you had any, Issues like where you talk about waste, like something went wrong and you had to get rid of, you know, the batter or anything like that. Any stories to tell about that?
1: <laughs> Not so much that there was one time when we were very, very early on um and we learned the hard way we we shipped something um a gift and it was a glass it was one of our glass cookie jars and we filled it with one of our cookies which is our CMB bite which is chocolate marshmallow and butterscotch they're really mm. really 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 gooey um and we shipped it to florida and unfortunately uh, it got very very hot in that I saw cookie.
0: that coming yeah <laughs>
1: um, very melty. Oh <laughs> God! We learned that the hard way, you know, very early on, that those cookies don't do well in that cookie jar in very hot weather. <laughs> so,
0: okay, okay. Um, <laughs> any any on the other side of the coin? Any fun events that you can recall? You know, with your cookies.
1: Oh, that's a good question. I mean, we've done um, different, uh, like a car. Um, grand openings like Porsche, um, had us do a new, um, uh, dealer opening, which was very fun. We've done, um, I'm trying to think we've done lots of different, um, parties and events and weddings and, um, that we, we set up a full cookie bar for bar and bat mitzvahs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which have been fun. Um, we I'm trying to think of other things that we, this is, you forget them. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> They'll come to me. So,
0: uh, right. But you remembered the one time things went wrong pretty quickly.
1: <laughs> yes, it Cause you never wanted to happen ever again. So even though that was a good nine, 10 years ago, it has stuck with us and we will never let it happen. Wow. ever. <laughs> and is
0: it, is it just you and your mom doing
1: all the work and the shipping and all of that? We have, um, we, we do have help that, um, especially during, uh, seasonal times for us, Mm -hmm. um, in November and December are super, super busy. We have, we know the ebbs and flows of the year for us. Um, we know that January is notoriously a little bit slower because everybody is doing their new year's resolutions and they're not (laughs) thinking Mm -hmm. about much in January. Um, and then it picks back up, you know, we have a definite seasonality to our business. Um, We know that April, May, June, there's just so much going on, whether it be holidays and graduation parties and just, there's just a lot going on there. Um, And so we know, and that's when we have um, extra help come in for us at our kitchen.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's necessary, I think. Um, So um, now for the best part of the conversation, I think, um, I'd like you to tell me all about tell our audience, all about your cookies and your pookies. Is
1: that how you pronounce it? So they're bite sized pies. And so a pie plus a cookie equals a pookie is how we say it. And so our bite sized pies, we have um, apple pookie, pecan pookie lemon meringue pookie chocolate banana pookie um in during the uh, november months we have pumpkin pookie um and key lime so they're mm. all pies, pies those are our, our pookies um the rest are all of our bites are our, our cookies and so um we have um S'more bites, and we have crumb bites, and brownie bites, and magic bites, and biscotti bites. We have all different kinds. And so um, they're all on our website, and you can <laughs> see okay. all of them. <laughs> oh,
0: that, you know, this is the time I wish we were in person, really, because I'd <laughs> love to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh-huh. And um, do, do people have a favorite in your family? Oof, everybody has a different favorite. Mm, okay. <laughs> That's so funny. Cause everybody asks me what my favorite is and I, it depends on the day and my mood. Um, mm-hmm. um, I can tell you that my kid, my daughter's favorite is definitely our s'more bite. My two boys love um, the CMB bite and the crumb bite are probably there too. Mm-hmm. Um, my, yes, I would say those are probably their favorites. Then a close second for my middle, my middle child. He also really loves the, um, our oatmeal raisin bite and the snick- snickerdoodle bite. Those are probably, um, some of their favorites. My so
0: h- does that go in their I- lunch bags, by the way? <laughs> they do
1: go in <laughs> oh, <yeah>. No way. <laughs> gets lunch at school um, and she's like mommy can you just put chocolate chip cookies in my lunch box and I said but sweetie you get lunch at school and she's like I know so I sent mm-hmm. in just a lunch box with two chocolate chip cookies in it. <laughs> this week, actually. (laughs)
0: Oh, that's, that's terrific. And and what a great, you know, you do you you really um, with a business like this, and, you know, sharing your enthusiasm for it, you put smiles on everyone's faces. I mean, you can't go wrong, right? You can't go wrong with it.
1: Thanks it's a happy business to be in. So (laughs)
0: absolutely. So So if we wanted to find out more or even order some of your cookies and pookies, how do we do that?
1: So you can go online to just one bite cookies.com. That is the best way to get all of the information. And then you can email us, you can order right on our website, or you can also call us um, our number 917-727-1835 is our um, phone number so that you can place an order that way as well. So either way, but just one bite cookies is where you'll get all of the information.
0: Okay. That sounds terrific. And we'll try to put a link on through my website as well for our listeners. And um, Amy, it's just been so great. This was such an enjoyable conversation speaking with you. And the next time I see you, I better get a cookie. I better get a cookie.
1: (laughs) You will have cookies, I promise. (laughs) Okay.
0: Thanks so much. Take care now.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Extraordinary People. To learn more about Shirley Wachtel and to subscribe to the show, head to
0: ShirleyWachtel.com.
1: Thanks, and we'll see you next time on Extraordinary People.